What up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Podcast. This is your host, Gweezy11. And on this episode, this is going to be a wild one, man, because th- this has been a long time coming for me. Um, but I first just want to just just want to give thanks, man, to to the listeners, to the people that actually are viewing the YouTube videos, because these videos are up on why well, I'm taking videos. So they are up on YouTube. Um, head over to the gym Check that out. But uh, man, Mario, man, I got Mario in the house. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? You chilling, man? Oh, dude, chilling super hard. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. How you been, man? How how you been through this um this whole pandemic? I know shit shit has changed, right? Since obviously um boxing is 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 like your profession. So how's that changed from like boxing from last year to this year? Man, it was completely different. It was a it was a pain in the ass. Um I mean it made things more of a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong, dude. Fucking a boxing, it's uh, a stressful sport. Like yeah. playing, dealing with camp and everything. And then, um, I mean, just when everything happened with COVID, man, when all that popped off, uh, I was actually in the Bay Area when all that happened. And um, I was getting ready to fight in May. And then, I mean, that shit got postponed. I mean, of course, man, I, like no one knew what was going to go on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I was, man, I was predicting like that shit was only going to last like like a month or two. Everybody was. Dude. Everybody. <laughs> and it's sad to say that we were thinking like that, but I mean. <laughs> At <clears throat> some point in time, you kind of want to get back into the motion, right? You kind of want to get back to things being normal. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, it was like mid-camp. I literally pulled up to the gym, and they were announcing their shutdown in the Bay Area. And uh, my coach at the time was like, hey, man. He was like, they're announcing a six-county shutdown at, like, at, at noon. Oh, shit. And yeah. it, was, it was, like, 1130 at the time, man. I would just pulled up to, like, like, like the gym, you know, to get my session in. So I just had all, all of my gym shit with me. And I was like, damn. I was like, so it was like, I was like, like. What are we gonna do, man? And then he, he dad, he was just like, man. He was like, if I was you, I was. He was like, I would buy a plane ticket home. Damn. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, like right now. And he was like, dude, like ASAP, man. He was like, he was like, shit's gonna be crazy. So um, that same day, dude, I got all my shit. Um, went back to Airbnb, flew back home. And then a week later was when the San Antonio had had their very first shutdown. Yeah, and so then, that was back in March, right? Like yeah, mid- yeah, March, March. Yeah. And then, man. And I mean, I was stuck here for like five or six months. I mean, I, I don't really know what was going to go on with the fight training thing. So, I mean, that was pretty stressful. But I mean, once they announced um, the first card, it was going to be sometime in August. I was like, yeah. I right, bet, like, you know, like we're, we're going to get running again soon. And then, um, I mean, I, I flew out there to camp at the beginning of August. And um, that was but, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it, man. And how, was, how, how did that. Uh... Because I know your your fight got pushed back once or twice. Once. Once? Yeah. How, did, how did that happen? Just because of COVID? Like, they had to figure out, like, the venue and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, everything was, was all over the place. But um, they had me booked or, like, locked in for September 26th. It, it was going to be in um, Connecticut. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, okay. I was, was going to be on the, the Charlo undercard. But um, the opportunity had came up. They were like, hey, man, like. Um, we might have a slot in San Antonio in, in October if you know if you want to wait a bit. They're like, I mean, it wasn't secured because they they told me it was either going to be San Antonio or probably Vegas. I mean, uh, Los Angeles at the Staples Center. Okay, okay. And um, so they they gave me the I mean those two possibilities. They were like, but you know, it's it's a month later. They were like, would you want to take it? And I'm like, man, you know, just like a chance of it being in San Antonio. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, hell yeah. So, I mean, fortunately, man, everything worked out. Um, they had announced it was gonna be San Antonio sometime in October, dude. Um, the like same day I found out was the same day I announced it. I actually like had like broke the news like too early. <laughs> so the news people didn't even reach it, but you did. Yeah, or like you. My, um, I had announced him, and my my manager had texted me. He was like, "Hey, he was like, he was like, wait, wait until Showtime announces it." And I was like, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "I was like, I already posted it. like, Damn. I was like, everybody's already hyped up about it." And then, uh, so my manager was like, "Was it? Was like, you man, you know what? Like, it should like it should be okay. Like, if Showtime or something reaches out and says to like take it down, then like take it down." Yeah, but now nah, I mean it. it Every, everything worked out. They never reached out back then? No? Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> no, I mean, because they were going to announce it like, a, Anyways, like yeah. a day later, so it, w- it wouldn't make any sense taking it down than reposting it. Yeah. So that that uh, brings up, I guess, my next question. So October 31st of this year, 2020, you fought Ryan Carl, right? How was that, man? How was that getting prepared for that fight for, like, like I said, during COVID? Like, was the training different from your previous fights? 
Uh, what's that, like, did you have to, was like precautions crazy or anything like oh, that? Dude, the precautions were super crazy, man. This camp, I had to get COVID tested every week. Um, the like gym was super limited with how many people could be like, could be in the gym at, at once. Um, throughout most of the camp, it was literally just me, my head coach and my cut man. Um, so, I mean, that, that got pretty boring, man. Cause I, I, I literally was just seeing them every day for like three months. I mean, it was like mentally exhausting. Cause like, damn, like those were like, the, like only dudes I could like talk to. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the, man, man, I got mad love for them, dude. Um, especially my, my cut man, um, he's a he's an OG from Oakland, and man, he got stories, you know, for days, dude. He's like 70, 75, 78, but man, still be trying to fight people and shit. Oh shit! Yeah, but, but that that's even crazier because I mean, he's been through like the whole uh, like nineteen eighties, like nineties, whenever uh, shit was popping off of like like NWA and like just mm-hmm. everything that goes like the riots and just everything in general. So nah, that's wild, bro. Yeah. That's wild that you actually get to hear from. Well, I'm not, I, again, I'm not too sure if he was like actually in it, but um, just to hear stories, man, like sh- seeing shit on the news, uh, that's wild, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I was in camp with him and I mean, like just hearing his perspective on, on everything going on too. It was, um, I mean, honestly, man, it was like a shock. I mean, just from everything going on with COVID and everything going on you know, with with the whole elections. And, oh, yeah. I mean, just all, all, all the crazy shit that was going on in the Bay Area. I mean, with the fires. Oh, yeah, bro. I, oh, I remember you posting that, bro, on your Instagram, and uh, that shit was just, like, orange, like, just straight orange, man. Well, man, I, I woke up that morning, and it felt like, like I was in, like, a fucking horror movie. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what the fuck's the thing, like, because, man, like, I mean, at the Airbnb, I was staying at, man, it was a super nice one, too, but um, it had a lot of windows in it, so, I mean, you know, in, in oh, the yeah. mornings... In the mornings, I mean, you, you, you knew if it was daytime or if it was nighttime because in the yeah. mornings, it was super bright and everything. And, I, like, I, I woke up, like, I felt like, you know, I was late for the gym, whatever, but it was only, like, it was only, like, seven or eight. But I woke up, man, and it fucking looked like it was, like, like, like the sun was setting. It just looked, like, orange, yeah, like, yeah. like, in, like, the whole fucking Airbnb. So I was like, man, what the hell? So I go and I look outside. And it's just orange, bro. I don't know what the fuck's the thing. The <laughs> first thing I did was like jump on Twitter, man. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then I saw like everybody in the Bay Area was, you know, like posting their pictures and shit. Yeah. And uh, man, it, it was like that for like two or three days, dude. Like the air quality was super shitty. Like, um, they were they were telling us like don't go outside because, or if we do, to wear the mask. I mean, we're already wearing the mask, you know. Anyways, as, yeah. yeah, as it was, but they're like, man, like the air quality was super shitty. Yeah, no, they. I I remember them shutting down like uh like incoming or outgoing uh I guess like airplane rides. Uh, like people couldn't go in into uh, like the Bay Area or I guess California. I'm not too sure what parts. And then outside too, like they weren't letting them um, kind of take airplane rides. And I was just like, damn, that is wild, just because of the air quality. But um, so with um, I mean, obviously you got the first title defense. You got the win this last previous fight. How was that, man? Like, you, I know it was in San Antonio, but obviously there wasn't as many fans just because of the whole COVID thing. But just being in San Antonio in front of the limited fans, how was that, man? How was how was it being the, I don't know, man, just coming back home? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, it, it was uh, it was super dope, dude. Um, I mean, ever since I had won the, the like, title, I mean, that's, like the, like, the one question everybody has been asking me, you know, like, when was I going to fight in San Antonio? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. and of course, I mean, uh, I was always pushing for it, you know, like as far with uh, with my people, you know, at a PBC, I was always uh, telling them, like, man, like we need to make something in San Antonio happen, like soon, especially since I I just won the title, you know, like now is is it's gonna be the best time because like we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna have like like a heavy crowd there, and um, but of course they have a COVID, but when it was announced that. I was going to be on one of the first cards that was going to have an audience. I was, man, I was super stoked about it. Yeah, man. I mean, just given the fact that, I mean, now I was going to be fighting in San Antonio and I was going to be defending my title like I had talked about. It kind of like just seems like, you know, like I had like spoken into existence. Yeah, exactly, bro. And um, man, as soon as I posted, you know, everybody was super hype. Um, Everybody was hitting me up for tickets and and everything, you know. Even though I had like posted, you know, like that, I didn't know about tickets. <laughs> still hitting you up, <laughs> <laughs> and like like crazy, dude. I had either hitting me about tickets or discounts or like 
what like the website and i'm like man dude like i don't, I don't know how much more clear like i gotta be like <laughs> <laughs> at some point right you just you just you don't respond like i feel like i wouldn't respond if like, yeah because so, you make yourself clear and yeah dude, and it's like man dude, i made myself clear and like i don't like again like the people reaching out, you know, they're trying to show support. So I don't want to yeah. be, like, I don't be a fucking dick, but I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I just fucking said, don't fucking hit me up about tickets. <laughs> nah, man, I, f- I feel your, I feel your pain, bro, because there's been times where I'm just so clear about what I'm doing, and then there's always like that one or two people who are just, uh, like, I don't know, man. The discount part is hilarious, bro, because I don't think I don't think there's ever discounts on boxing. Nah, like, boxing never, tickets. like <laughs> oh, bro, shit. like the, I have people asking me, like asking me if they could get like like homie price or like family price. And I'm like, man, like I don't even know you like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know you like that and too, man. It don't even work like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so fucking um, with the, with this last fight, did you? Is there anything that you had to change? Um, like, cause I mean, obviously everybody's their own lethal weapon. With uh, well, we're talking about Ryan Carl. Um, is there anything that you had to like adjust for like your training? Because uh, between like previous fighters, what, what what was the be the big like the biggest thing you had to change to like combat his his fighting style? Um, I mean he he has um going into that fight. I mean we knew he had a pretty you know a more conventional style. Uh, we we knew we we really pretty much just had to find someone that was gonna put pressure the whole time because we knew that was gonna be the only way. That he could fight me because, um, I mean, we, we knew, you know, going to fight, I had more boxing ability than him, you know, that I had the, yeah, yeah. the, the better footwork. And so it wasn't going to be a type of fight where he was going to try to outbox me. But we know, we knew because, um, they had mentioned it in a previous interview, like about how, uh, like their opinions on, on, on my title fight. And um, so I mean, we knew that that they had looked into that fight, and then, I mean they were probably gonna go off of it a lot, you know, as you know, a lot of people were, mm. you know, they're going off my last performance. But um, I mean, we we corrected everything that we needed to in our camp, you know, we we're making sure we we're sharp. Um, and I mean, we just made sure that that we we're ready. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so that's why I mean, in the fight, I mean, I, I was ready, you know, I felt like I was ready getting, you know, comfortable in the ring, you know, when when I really started to hurt him. Because, you know, the first couple of rounds is more more so just adjusting to the way he was putting pressure just to, I mean, adjusting to the, his, like, his rhythm and timing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, by the fourth, fifth round, once I started getting comfortable was when I, you know, I started to hurt him more. But, um, I mean, as far as in in camp, it, it was just finding, you know, you know the, the right sparring. But, I mean, that goes back with the other things that we had to deal with because... I had to get tested or COVID tested every week and our sparring partners had to be okay with getting tested every week as well. Damn. So with the COVID test, so there's, I mean, I've seen different ones, uh, but the COVID test, are you, are you taking the ones that like they legit touch like your brain and shit with the big old Q-tips? Yeah, bro. That's terrible. Man. <laughs> so it, it like, it started off with those ones. And then um, when we got to like a month out, it was just, I, I would have to FaceTime the like um the like boxing officials or the boxing commission. Yeah, yeah. And they would like walk me through the COVID says like they would have to like count the number of seconds I like swabbed in my nose. Yeah, so you had to do yourself? Yeah, I had to do it myself. Oh, and like it, it was both nostrils and it was like super like man, like I, I couldn't touch anything, even even on camera. Yeah. Like I had to like get the packaging open in a certain way, close it a certain way, put the Q tip in like a tube a certain way, break it off. It, it was oh, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and then uh, two weeks before the fight, it turned into twice a week. And then man, so it, it was just crazy. And those, are those still? Because I mean, the other difference was because uh, it started off like all of their big ass uh, Q-tips and then stuff it all the way in your nose. Mm-hmm. But then I know recently I seen videos where they just take like a little small Q-tip. Well, not small, but I guess medium size, and they just put it like graze the surface, like inside, not that far up. It, it was still. Yeah, no, nah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're still up there. It was, it was so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but that's fucking terrible. Even just the like doing that shit like yourself, man. You don't like obviously you don't want to hurt yourself or it's just be. Um, yeah, man, that's fucking wild. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do something like that. <laughs> Even, but the, but see, that's the weird part, bro. Like, I mean, we're we're adjusting to these uh, these crazy times, and just to have a COVID test virtually, like, who the fuck, like, yeah, who like, even who, thought about that? Yeah, dude, I don't know. It was wild. And then, um, 
when when I landed in San Antonio, man, when I was stuck in the bubble for that whole week, that, man, that that too, that was fucking frustrating. Oh, before before the fight, before yeah, dude, I, fight? I've I've never had to deal with anything like that. It was it was wild, man. It felt like fucking prison. Oh, so you're in the hotel, can't go nowhere, can't go nowhere. Like we're literally in like our own like part of the hotel. Like um, yeah, yeah. like they they had the elevators programmed like. So all of the boxers, I think in total we had like four, four or five floors that mm-hmm. were just you know all boxers, all all the people that were working the fights. And um, so the elevators that we had access to, it only took us to those like four or five floors, and then to it wasn't even the like lobby, but it was like the lobby for us. It was like where the floor where where all of the conference halls were. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's where every morning we had to wake up between 7 and 9 a.m. to get a temperature check. Uh, The first day, we couldn't even leave our hotel room. Like, they they delivered our meals to our doors. Yeah, we we had to, like, fill out this, like, this meal slip with, like, what we we wanted to eat. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, man, everything that whole week, it it was just going from our, our room to that third floor. Like back and forth, and then I only had like one hour in like this like um the like workout area, like oh, yeah, every, yeah. like every fighter had like um had a one hour slot. So man, it was, it was just stressful, right? Because I mean, us as fighters, you know, we're like getting ready, you know, to fight. You know, I mean, we still need to stay in shape. A lot of fighters are still cutting weight. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, man, we only have an hour to cut. You know, like well, like what what the fuck are we supposed to do with that? And uh, I mean, as it, as it is too, like with with the meals, we weren't. I mean, there wasn't a wide selection of meals that they had. It was either a like an unhealthy option or a semi healthy option. So like, we had like to work around like with whatever they fucking had. I was just about to ask that man. It's fucking hotel food is not always the best. I mean, it's just like fake eggs and like breakfast type yeah, shit, and you get to lunch, sick. and it's like. A cold ass pork chop or just something weird. Yeah, just like some, something yeah. that just like heated up in the microwave. Yeah, no, I got you, bro. With that, so what do you fight? That would be probably a dumb question, bro. But what, what weight do you fight at? A uh, junior world's weight. So what weight is that? One forty. So one forty. Is it hard for you to like? Okay, so I guess my next question is: What's the heaviest you've ever been? Like just walking around. Yeah, I guess. Probably like one sixty-five. And the. Did you have a fight before that where you had to cut that much weight? Like that 20, 25 pounds? Nah. Uh-huh. You just always... Well, like, because like, usually after a fight, I'll take like a month off. Oh, okay. Or okay. like between like three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so like, I, I weighed 165 last year after I won the title. Because I took like a month off and I was just bullshitting. Just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just traveling, just going everywhere, just eating. Yeah. And then um, when I was finally like, you know, man, like, all right, like, I'm, I'm going to start, you know, doing something, you know, getting back in the gym or something. I stepped on the scale and it was like 165 point something. And I was just like, like, damn, dude. Like, the like, heaviest like, ever like, been. Yeah, yeah. Fucking heavy. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. So, so, I mean, you're just always uh, like you're always active, though. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's always. just never like, I mean, obviously you took a month off, but it's just never like always like that. It's just in, in your system to. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, to be, just to be moving, just yeah. to be outside doing something. Like, I mean, I, after this last fight, um, after like the, the first week off, I was really like, man, dude, like, I want like, I'll, like, I want to go skating or something. I want to do this and that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, even right now, like I, I really got him back into like, like the gym and shit just cause like, I mean, I've got tired of like sitting around, but, um, yeah, no, dude, I mean, I, I try to stay as, uh, as active as possible, whether it's, it's with boxing or just being out. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I got a question because um, I think either you said it or he said it on a, a press conference with Ryan Carl. Um, so when did y'all kind of first, I guess, get side of each other? Like, how, how long has it been since y'all have kind of, like, known of each other in, like, the boxing kind of profession? Shit, we've known, I mean, well... Me and Ryan have known each other since like early on in, in like the amateurs. So like when when we were like I mean, literally kids, you know, like yeah. 10, 12 years old. Oh shit! Mean, so it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we've known each other for a really long time, and we have you know been friends you know throughout all that time, and um, even throughout our pro careers. Um, I mean, I turned pro at one twenty four, and uh, he he's, he has always fought around like I think like one thirty five, one forty. So he has always been at, at like this weight. So like it, I I guess it like never really um, occurred to us that like oh yeah you know we like might fight each other, and um, but I mean at at, at the end of the day man you know it's business whatever um mm-hmm. 
I mean, he he got the opportunity, you know, that he that he had worked so hard for, you know, which was a title shot, and you know, I, I was one with with the title. So, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, he's in there to you know to take what you know what I worked so hard for, and I mean, you know, we, we have that respect for each other outside the ring, but I mean, on on Halloween night, you know, it it wasn't, you know, it was just business. Yeah. He- Beat his ass. <laughs> he beat his ass, man. So I was there. Uh, uh, me, uh, buddy Caesar, and then another buddy Diego, and oh, yeah. we were there, man. And just uh, I'm telling you, man, that's why I wanted to ask you, like, how it was for your fans. And even though it was limited, bro, I was screaming my head off, man. Like I was, I got, I damn near lost my voice the next day. And bro, just to see like the amount of people. Th- this is what I've learned though, and this this goes back to not just boxing, but just, I think just everything in general. San Antonio has like the i don't know what it is but like the fan base is so in tune with their like sports teams like spurs uh boxing people that that box out of here fucking um just uh, everything in general like it's so deep and the passion is just so there i don't know man it's just it's it's crazy man you have people throwing up like uh yeah people big ass mexican flags when your name was called Uh, you have people with fucking posters and signs and it's just all too crazy, man, because <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, you're, we've all grown up on the south side of San Antonio, so just to see that on a big stage, big stage, big stage on a fucking boxing, like, pay-per-view, pay-per-view fight, it's, uh, it's wild, man, it's wild. Yeah, no, nah, dude, I mean, it was fucking huge. I mean, and like you said, too, I mean, even with the, like, limited crowd, I mean, uh, when, when I was walking out for the fight and shit, uh, still just seeing, you know, how, like, hype, every, like, everybody was, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it, I mean, it was limited, but it, it didn't feel limited, you know, because of just like the the like environment and shit, and yeah. just like the atmosphere. And uh, but not for sure, dude. Like that's why I mean, when it was um, when when it was brought up to me that you know that there was an, um a potential opportunity that I could fight in San Antonio, I was like, man, dude, like I'll fucking take it. Like I'll I'll take an extra an extra month in camp, like any fucking day if, if it, like it means yeah. I can fight back home. <clears throat> nah, that makes sense, bro. That makes sense. So. Uh, I got a question, man. So we got September 28th, 2019, Staples Center, um, Los Angeles, California. I don't know how to say his name, but that was your first title <laughs> win, title fight. And it was a dog fight, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was, like I said, I was, I was watching that one. And up until like, I think the, the championship rounds, like 11, 12. I personally think this is my opinion, but uh, you, I mean, by far you, you won the fight. But I mean, there's always uh, those critics out there. There's always those people out there that said um, you didn't win the fight. You got outboxed. How was that, man? Well, first of all, that part. And then how was that fight? Like, I mean, obviously, well, because another thing, too, that I noticed is like you didn't have a press conference after that. So everything was just uh, like it was a dog fight, bro. It was crazy. Wild. It was. Um... Yeah. So just talk about that, man. How was that fight? <laughs> Uh, I mean, just like just everything about that fight, man, it, it was wild to begin with. Um, because when when the fight was brought up again, man, uh, he was um, but Batire um, or Batir Akhmedov. I I still can't even pronounce his name. But, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, nah, dude, uh, tough motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, when, bro. Uh, when when the fight was well, when when it was brought up to me. And it, it, it's not even that, you know, it was brought up to me. It was just like, oh, like, this is who you're fighting next because he was my WBA mandatory. I mean, you know, the WBA sanctioning <laughs> body. Yeah. They're the ones that they, I mean, they made it a mandatory fight. So, I mean, if I want to, you know, to get to get the, this title or to get close, you know, to the, the super title. I mean, it was a fight I, like, I didn't have a choice to take. But, I mean, of course, dude, I, I mean, I've always been down to fight whoever. I've said it plenty of times. I've never cared. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, we saw him. I think the, his record was, like, 7-0, and like, six knockouts. I mean, that right there, what we knew, uh, it was a lose-lose situation for me. Because, I mean, if I go in there with someone, you know, who's 7-0, and you know, at the time it was, what, 24 and I mean, everyone's already, like, most people, especially casuals, they just right away, they look at the records. We're like, all right, dude, like, this dude only has six fights. Like, why, why is he even fighting? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was about to ask next. How does that happen? Like, how does... <laughs> he has the right people behind him. And uh, at that, too, then, he, so, he had the amateur pedigree, man, because he had represented Turkey in the 2016 Olympics. He had fought in the World Boxing Series, which is pretty much... 
like the pros, you know, where you're traveling overseas fighting, no headgear, small gloves. It just doesn't count on like your professional record. I gotcha. So he had a bunch of fights in there. Man, he had like 300 amateur fights. Man, he, he, was, he was a very experienced fighter. Hold up. You said 300? 300. And how many did you have? I'm not that that matters, but no, like, yeah, I just yeah. to... uh, as amateur, I had 110. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, he was, man, he was like, that's what like, a lot of people didn't know but going into that fight. It was because people were asking me, like, oh, like, why, like, why are you fighting this guy? You know, he only has six yeah. fights. I'm like, it's not my fucking choice, man. Yeah. Like, I fight who, who they tell me to fight. And he's my mandatory, but he's not no pushover. Like, he has all this experience, you know, he's. He's in his prime right now because I mean he was like twenty eight, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like I was, I was telling everybody, there's a reason why he got this opportunity so early in, in his career. Like it's, it's not just like oh, like I, I chose to fight this guy. Yeah. Like this guy, he's my mandatory. So I mean, the, like the whole Ito Tough fight, man, it, it, it was wild. And um, I mean, but it, I mean, it wasn't a fight that I was taking lightly. I did fuck around on, on making weight that fight, though, which, you know, led to things being the way that they did in the fight, you mm-hmm. know, me guessing out and everything. But I mean, you know, in that fight, I mean, once it you know started happening, you know, I felt I controlled, you know, the, the first half of the rounds, you know, I, I thought I was boxing nicely, man, making a miss like a lot of big shit, you know, just um just moving a lot. And then I was able to put him down on the canvas and that. Uh, the fifth or sixth round, that that kind yeah. of just, you know just went started going downhill, you know, because it started to gas out, and you know he he kept kept that pressure that like he had started with, man, yeah. through through the whole fucking twelve rounds, and like I said, I mean, I mean, I I knew he was coming ready, and um, but I mean, he, even in that fight, in like the later rounds, you know, like the eighth or ninth round, when you know he was he was landing some big shit, you know, and it was really starting to look ugly on like on like my side. I remember man beating that fight like dude like I don't care man I like I'll fucking take an ass for people. but like, I was like but he, he like he, he's like he's not gonna put me on this fucking canvas. <laughs> I, that's what I was. That's what I'm saying. Man. Like at some point you gotta um, like I feel like at some point just you gotta realize like oh shit maybe he's outboxing me. You know what I'm saying? That thought has to go in your head like maybe he's outboxing me. Um, and and you just gotta go into survival mode, right? You just yeah, gotta dude. Just I mean, protect it, yourself. Is man. It, it, there was so much shit going on in that fight because my fucking left side of my face was like was like swelling pretty rowdy. Um, it started from like headbutts, but like j- just his style, man, the way he was fighting was so fucking smart. Because I mean, once the swelling and shit starts, I mean that shit hurts, dude. Like if 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 it's even touched, if it's bumped or whatever, like once the swelling starts and like it gets rubbed, like that shit, it's like a wincing pain, man. Like like you don't want that shit to get touched, and so like he he, he was staying like. Like me and the fighter I am, I would have wanted to fight on the inside a lot more, you know, because like when he was coming in, but because of the swelling and everything, like every time he would come in, he would he would bum me with either his arms or like his head, and then so I would pull back, you know, to try to yeah. get like my range, and he would catch me on like on the way out, and like with these weird like um we call them like European punches because like it's just a different way to like turn over your hooks. So like he was catching with his weird shots like on, on like the way out and everything. And I was like, like, damn, dude, like he's fucking of course, like, man, it's it's gonna look good on his side, you know, because he's like he's putting the pressure, it looks like he's controlling the yeah. pace. But um, yeah, so once like the swelling started, I kn- I knew I, I couldn't find the inside no more. So it was just, you know, just try to keep him on the outside. But of course, man, he stayed fucking putting pressure and pressure. He landed uh he was landing some like big shots here and there. But yeah, nah, dude. The main thing I was like, dude, like I don't give a shit. Like I'll like I'll take an ass whooping like any day. <laughs> but I was like, again, man. I was like, I was like, he like he's not gonna put me down. Yeah. And like there was some shit he commented with too. He, like one of them was like a, a pretty like dude was a gnarly ass body shot. Fucking hit me. It just like froze me. I just like literally just like remember the fight. Like, I I was gonna try to like like throw something back and I like literally just like pulled my arms in. I was like, uh, like I uh, I couldn't fucking yeah. even open up. And um, I was just like, kind of just like, like inching away, like trying to move. You can't let them see. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't. Know. Like, yeah, you, I feel like, like they don't know, bro. You, you, like, <laughs> just, yeah, like you can't show no fucking yeah. weakness in there, dude. Like, especially like again, man, when shit like when shit like that happens, like man, like you'll get hit with a rowdy shot, and it's like, fuck, dude, you gotta like fucking pull it, like hold everything together, because you're like, man, like if I show him, I'm hurt. Like yeah. he's really gonna jump on me. Exactly, man. Exactly. And um. I mean, I didn't even show it, but just my, my body language, he was able to pick up on because I had stopped throwing back. So, like, 
when I, he had caught it and I, I put my arms in and I was like moving back. He, I mean, even us as fighters, man, he was able to like sense that, like, yeah. oh, like I caught him, you know, because he's not retaliating. So he started putting more and more pressure, and I'm like, fuck, dude, like this motherfucker. <laughs> he's coming, then, right? Yeah, I was he's like, coming. I was like, God damn it, like, and then um, and then and man, it's, it seems like like the fight, like, like I don't know, like it, it seemed like it just stayed very like the same for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like those, like the rounds where I was out boxing him, you know, like landing my shit. Those rounds felt like they fucking went by quick. But the rounds when when I was getting caught, you know, when when I was getting hurt, like those fucking rounds felt like they like drag ass, <laughs> dude. Like what uh, like what are your um, like what is your corner telling you at this point? At this point, like like let's just say you uh, like in one of the rounds where he, he 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 got you and and you weren't retaliating. Like what are your what are your coaches telling you? Uh, like what are some things? I guess. And I don't like, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. People ask me like after the fight, like, oh, like, what, what was your corner telling you? And like, there's sometimes I I will remember, but then other times it's like, dude, like, I, I don't even fucking know. But I know one thing, man. My, my coach, uh, Virgil Hunter, man, I give him like so much credit, dude, just because how how calm he's able to stay in the corner, even because yeah. I remember even in that fight too, I was going back to the corner and like he was still just like talking to me, like, like, man, dude, look. He was like, you need to stop doing this and you need to do this. Like, still, like, even when shit is, like, so hectic, like, I go back to the corner and shit is just calm. Like, very, very clear, like, what I had to do. Even even if I wasn't doing it, you know, to the best of my fucking ability. But still, man, just kept that same energy, you know. Like, we're still very motivating and shit in the corner, but very, again, like, he, Vir- Virgil knew what he wanted. And even though I mean, in those rounds, you know, I wasn't able to give it a lot of times because, again, man, I was gassed out, right? Yeah. Fucking taking a beating. Like, that shit, it, it's, uh, it's a lot on your body. But, um, I mean, even, like, again, man, throughout those rounds, I, I remember, like, like there was, like, some things he was, like, be telling me, like, man, like, like what are you doing, champ? He was like, man, like, start using your feet. He was like, there was times he would send me, you know, um, to push against him, you know, start pushing him back on his back foot. And even though I couldn't do it, I'm like, damn, dude, this dude's fucking right. Like, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, man, like, if if I could, I would. But I'm like, man, like, I'm fucking tired. And I then, um, yeah, then, I mean, then going into that, like, the, like last, you know, couple rounds, I remember after the 11th round, in, in my head, I was like, damn, dude, like, if if he gets this next round, like, what, like, that's it. You know, like, he wins. Because in my head, and man, I had a dead even, you know, even with the, like, the, like, knockdown, like, um. Like on on like my side, I still had it like like the fight a dead even like before that twelfth round, and Virgil, my cut man, and my my manager that were in my corner, they all told me before that twelfth round, dude, like you, you need to make like something fucking happen this round, like you you need to put him down or you need to put him out. I'm like fuck, dude, like right, then I'm like no fucking pressure. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the big stage. You're about to win the title. Yeah, and- like man, <laughs> like I'm on the big stage, man. The yeah. like second half of the fight has been going so good. You know, I don't feel like like you know like a hundred percent. But I was like, man, whatever, fuck it. I'm gonna go out there to try to make something happen. <clears throat> what do you tell yourself? Like, I mean, you just said that uh, you got a you had a dead even or just even after that, and you know he's he's been putting pressure on you for four or five, maybe six rounds. Um, like what do you, what goes to your head, bro? Like you just, like just motivation just kind of kicks in and you just, yeah, I gotta knock like, this guy down. Literally just like walking out for that, that 12th round, like, man, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, you gotta get mad, I guess. Yeah. Right? You, like, gotta, you gotta like, man, all respect was out the window. You kind of just has to be like, dude, like you're like, you're going for broke at that point. Yeah. Like, man, like you're, you're going to give it your all or you're going to fucking, or <laughs> I mean, you might get clipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, either but, or. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's just boxing, man. Just be, you know, just comfortable knowing, like, like anytime you're in there, dude. Like, I mean, it it could be your fucking time to to get clipped, and it's just doing doing the best that that you can do, which was, I mean, me, you know, just trying to walk him into some shit, and by man, somehow, you know, I I was able to put him on the canvas in that last round, and uh, I mean, I, I still don't know how. Like, people were were asking me, like, oh, like, like, were you working on, you know, like. That straight right hand or like or yeah, whatever, yeah. and it it's like it's like nah, it's like man, when, when you're in the ring, you could practice, you could work on so much shit, you know, in the gym. But when you're in the ring, everything kind of just seems like just like repetition. It's just like it's everything falls back on what you're working on in the gym, kind of like you know you're almost on like autopilot. Yeah, like, just it, like kind of like um, 
like muscle memory type thing. Yeah, yeah like everything just, is just, you know, reactions at that mm-hmm. point. It's just like just knowing how like your body's going to react. And man, somehow I was able to fucking react and fucking put them on the canvas and swath around when it like mattered most. And yeah. Ah, damn. I don't know if you remember, but maybe it was like two minutes left, a minute, a minute and a half left or maybe a minute, bro. It was like the round was about to end. Um, and what, what goes through your head then? Like at that point when you got them on the canvas, do you say to yourself, like, damn, it's still dead even, or I'm winning this shit just because I put his ass on the ground? Nah, like, I, at that point, I uh, I knew in my head, man, if this goes to the scorecards, like, because automatically it's like, even if he wins the round, yeah. like, that's, it's still a 9-8 round. Like, I, I still, like, I still got the point. And that's another thing, man, like, going into, like, after that fight, like you said, man, everybody, man, Especially on the internet, they're, you know, strongly opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and I think, uh, man, I don't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm like 90, 95% sure you're applying to some of these people, bro. Like just saying, um, I don't remember the exact thing, but it was kind of along the lines. Like if you really knew boxing, you would understand like just everything that I did and dropping. Yeah, in dude, and the, yeah. Man, it's like <laughs> so much shit, dude. Like, yeah. man, I got people at the fight. They were like, oh, well, like he, he landed more punches than you. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, like he might have. But man, that's not how boxing scored. Like, like. It's like him, like it's like saying like, yo, like I could go into a fight and land fucking 300 punches in one round and get my ass beat the, the other rounds. Yeah. But, but because I won three, like landed 300 punches like that, that. That doesn't mean I want the fight. That exactly. Just, that just means I landed 300 punches in one round. Like, boxing, professional boxing scored on on a 10-9 round basis, fucking round by round. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, I mean, yeah, like, w- whenever I get bored, especially in camp, man, I'll, like, <laughs> I'll take time <laughs> out of my day to, like, to to entertain, you know, some, some stupid shit. Nah, I feel like you just got to <laughs> put them in your place, bro. Like, there's some people that, maybe it's just, like, trolling, but... <laughs> Man, there's some people out there that legit don't know what they're talking about. Nah, man. yeah, dude. And they'll fucking argue with you all day. <laughs> yeah, they just got time, too. <laughs> they literally got fucking the time. Like, maybe you took, like, a 30 minutes to an hour. They got full fucking nine to five shit Yeah, on. yeah, the, the whole ass day, like, <laughs> on bullshit that they want to fucking talk. Exactly, man. How do you deal with that? Like, I mean, how do you deal with, like, the, the critics and, and hate and just everything that comes with, uh, like, fighting other people and just other people's camp and other people that root for those uh fighters that you're fighting how, how do you deal with that man like because that, that's interesting honestly dude it took a while to get used to like well one um like <laughs> i had to stop checking the like comment section yeah <laughs> yeah i felt like like early on in my in my pro career um i felt like i had wanted to you know to really please, you know, like the, the boxing fans and everything. I'd always say, you know, like, oh, like I want to give the boxing fans, you know, like a, an entertaining fight. And of course, I mean, I, I still say that, but I mean, to a certain extent, like, man, because then I learned and it, boxing fans don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. There's some people out there that get mad, like, oh, just mad. I'm just like, man, how... I just I've never understood it, bro. And it's just especially to people that uh, are like putting on like a show and that do this for a legit like career, um, just shit like that. <laughs> bro, there was this there was <laughs> this one mad, there was this one fight. Um, I think it's when I fought um, Richard Zamora in uh, in California, and man, this dude had a fucking chin on him, bro. Like he, he literally, man, was just. He was just taking like a, like a gnarly ass like ass beating in like the fourth or fifth round, and um, that fight too. I like I was just getting warmed up, you know. And I was man started putting a beating on the man real ugly, and um, it was one of the fights where like the 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 ref had called it off, but um, man like the whole fucking round, dude. This dude was hurt. He was just stumbling around, still fighting back, but man like legs gone, just like throwing wild shit. And I was still just like catching him, dude. And then finally, like, the ref had caught her off, and the fucking, the fans were booing. And I was like, damn, dude, this dude was just taking an ass whooping for, like, the last two rounds. And not, like, an ass whooping where it was like, oh, you know, he's throwing, yeah. and, you know, it's still close. Like, nah, dude, just, like, winging shit, and I was making him miss. And they're just making him eat shit. And then, like, after the fight, they had asked me, they were like, yo, um, what, the, like, all the media were there with the cameras, they were like, um, what, what, is, what are your thoughts on the crowd's reaction? You know, like to like the, the to the stoppage, 
And I was like, I, I, that's when, like, that was one of the fights. I was like, man, like, this is crazy, dude. And I was like, I, I told, like, the, the media, and I was like, man, I was like, the fans, I was like, the boxing fans, they don't care if we, if we make it out of the ring alive or not. Like, they, they just want to see someone, someone get their ass beat. Entertainment, man. And that's one, man, that's one thing, like, I really had to, like, to keep repeating to myself over and over again, man, like, like don't don't try pleasing the fucking crowd because yeah. the the crowd they don't give a shit about you. Like <laughs> in reality, like, yeah, 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 really, man. And it's something. I mean, I, I still say like a lot, even even to like the media and like and I when when I say boxing fans and like I'm I'm not like fucking um like pointing at anybody like in particular. I just mean man like. Boxing fans in general, you know, the casuals. Of course, man, there are people, you know, who they care about your well-being. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the ones that tell you, man, like that. They're the ones that tell you, you know, like they don't want to see you in a war. Like they'd rather yeah. see you fucking just outbox somebody with a fucking jab than like be in a war. Yeah. Like those are the fans that care about you. They're not the ones that are that get excited to see you like in a fucking like in, in a scrap going back and forth. Or just to see you hurt, man. Yeah, just dude, to see you hurt man. or just to... See you get outbox or just kind of fuck. It sounds bad, but just kind of see you like not do good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, not- dude, exactly. Like I mean, but some people they they think like by them telling you like, oh, dude, like fucking, I I can't wait to like see you in like another war, like like that. They they think that's like a fucking compliment. It's like damn, motherfucker, like <laughs> getting my ass beat. Yeah, you know? like, right, I'm, I'm like I'm, my fucking health is on the yeah. line every time we step in the ring. But but damn, that's it, exactly, man. Not even your health, bro. Just your mental health that goes along with it, like understanding the 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 just getting like hit like you know what i mean like on the in like your face and your head and just this all yeah, types like, of- like i said man then like man like when i was in that fight with akhmadov uh like so my face was fucking swollen dude like whenever he did catch it like even just like a, a sloppy jab whatever dude like again man i was like like a, like a wincing pain yeah after that fight i remember they were they were telling me like man like like well, it was like again going back to the bullshit on like the fucking um like comments, and then they're asking, well, like there was people telling me like like you know you lost that fight because when they announced your name, you weren't even excited. As like motherfucker, I was I was dumb excited, but man, I was beat the fuck up. Like man, <laughs> like man, my body hurts, my fucking face hurts. Like I, like at that point, I want to get the fuck out of the ring. Like I want to swim. So yeah, bro, I was uh I was I was talking to Johnny, and uh he yeah I th- yeah he was there at that fight. And, uh, I mean, there wasn't no press conference. And then he told me that also too, like you had to, um, I mean, you were having like conditions of, uh, like a concussion, I guess yeah. and you had to go to the hospital. And I think, I think he said the other guy too. Yeah. How, how see, that's what I'm saying. Like so, they're expecting a fucking press conference or like to be excited, but legit, like you're, man, <laughs> like, we just put our fucking, our bodies, our fucking like everything, man, on, on the fucking line yeah. for 12 rounds, you know, in front of everybody. And then, uh, yeah, man, they, and then, of course, <laughs> fucking reporters, dude, they piss me off at the fight. They're, they're always the first ones, like, oh, like, well, it, it's just going to take two minutes. I'm like, I'm always like, dude, I'm like, fuck you two minutes, man. Yeah. Like, yo, like, I, just got, I just got done fighting. Like, I want to I wanna take my shit off. I want to fucking, like, ice my face. I want to, like, I want to get my eye fucking stitched. Like, my exactly. shit was, like, like cut open, and they're, like, bugging for, like, interviews and shit. I'm like, dude, like, get the fuck out of my face. I think that goes back to, like, them just, just the entertainment, man. Like, them just... Just, just wanting them, that reaction. Yeah, out it's of just them wanting to be the first one to like fucking put some shit out. Yeah, and like I, I get, I, I get that market too, right? That like that profession, you know, having to be the first people to like report on shit. Yeah, but at the same time, man, like man, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but people, that, but but I've also too, I've learned, man, just to go back to what you said, like people are, are, are like, you have to come to realize that these people. Uh, they have lives of their own uh, and they only care about certain shit. So at the end of the day, you're not on top of the list. Although there is some people that like within your corner, your friends, your family that legit care about you and your well-being. Most of the time people are just I mean, they got their own shit to worry about. So to even think that these people are are, are rooting for you, I can say most people. Um, there's some people that do, but most people definitely are just they just want the reaction, the entertainment, the the see the the trolling and see the like yeah man there's people out there wild man weird and just all types of shit are going on on now with fucking social media so that that's actually bringing me to my next point so recently i think it was a couple days ago i don't know how to say his name because i had to look it up but he was 
Uh, he fought either before you or maybe I think before you. Yeah, so Regis. Say it again. Regis. Regis. Okay, that's how you say his name. So he says something about fuck. I wish I, I should have put it up, <laughs> but basically that um that you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you're scared. And then I think you replied, uh, "I'm never scared." Something about his weight because he did miss weight. I saw that too. So tell me about like the tension between like other fighters. Like obviously that's not as big tension as like other sh- shit pops off like on Twitter and other, everything like that. But um, I mean that got to come out of some some type of point like. Like what, just getting reaction, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have to put that out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, just nah, to, exactly. Just to, I mean, and, um, man, when when I saw the tweet, I remember I I told my like girl, I showed her, and, and man, she got more pissed than me. I mean, I was getting mad, right? <laughs> yeah. Again, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a professional. At that too, I'm I'm not even one that like talk shit. Yeah, right. I'm like even especially at all these press conferences and everything, man. I'm I'm never the fire, you know, like fucking bragging and boasting about themselves. I'll, I'll let my, you know, my work in the ring, you know, speak for everything. And, um, but I mean, Regis is, you know, he, he's that type of fighter, you know, who, yeah. like, who does like that shit. And, um, I mean, so when, when, when I first saw it, I, I, I didn't even like pay too much attention. And, um, my chick was like, was like, you know, like, man, like, um, fucking whatever, like, don't, like, don't reply. And I was like, nah. I was like, I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna reply eventually. I was like, I, was like, I just, I'm just not gonna reply right now. Like, it's not that important to yeah, me yeah, again, yeah. man. Because like, I don't, I don't care to be able to talk shit, especially on Twitter, man. Back and forth, but I mean, it's a smart move on his part, you know. Because I mean, he doesn't have a title right now. He doesn't really have it. He doesn't have anything. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have anything under his name. Yeah. So you know, he's trying to you know make himself relevant, you know, in this division again. And I mean, what better way to make yourself relevant, you know, than 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 drama? Exactly, and uh, I mean, I figured you know it was gonna be something coming from him. Um, I mean, I've known about Regis for a long time, just you know from watching like his fights, you know, like when I first turned pro to. And I mean, I know he is that type of fighter. You know, he he'll fucking troll like other fighters, and uh, but I mean, I knew something was coming from him because I mean, he he had to follow me on Twitter like literally. I think the like day be- the day before he mentioned me. Oh damn! Because I was kind of yeah. just like uh, like I I had saw it and I was like ah oh, dude like like he he's. Like, he's probably gonna like say some shit soon. Yeah, that thought was it. Yeah, yeah. So I was ready to like when when I when I saw his tweet, it was like I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. So I was just like whatever, man. So then whenever I did like like reply back to him, I was just like in my head, I was like, man, like I'm I'm just gonna send him some like 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 dumb shit, you know, just, just to fuck with him a little bit, <laughs> and then just just leave it at that. Because I mean, I again, I'm not gonna go back and back and forth with this dude on Twitter. Like at the end of the day, like his people, my people, they'll make it happen. Like, I mean, I'm the one that has the title right now, you know. Yeah, with, you have what he wants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have so, what he wants. Have Has there been any other, like, I guess, talking shit? Like, not just on Twitter, but just in, like, other fights? Like, anybody else that was just, like, kind of trying to press in your buttons? and just like, bro, it's not the... Well, I mean, it is serious, but just, like, because, I mean, obviously you're not going to talk shit back. You know mm-hmm. who you are. You know what you can bring. Um, I mean, you know, your fighting style, just everything in general, you know about yourself. So, I mean, is there anybody else that's just kind of just like, bro, chill out? It's just not, not off the top of my head. I think that's like has been like the more, well, one more recent or well, because it's also you know public. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But nah, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I, I like usually stay away from like all like the like drama and shit that comes with boxing. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to be more low key with like my business and everything. but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get caught up too much with some, like, bullshit. That makes sense, bro. I don't, I don't either, man. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you, you don't want to put that, that energy out there, bro. Like, you can be putting that uh, other energy into exactly like, whatever man, like, you why, like to be like, doing. Why, why do I want to be some negative motherfucker on, like, social media? Then just everything that comes with that. Because, I mean, of course, me, me and Regis, just, just those, like, little few exchanges, like, of of words, I guess. Um had everybody on Twitter like super hype, man. Yeah. Fucking DMing me, fucking retweeting shit for everybody and quoting like fucking. Cause then, cause then it goes into like, oh, I'm replying to this dude, but then like the, the people that like that ride for him are gonna start fucking giving me shit, and I'm like, yeah. dude, I don't even fucking know these guys, and vice versa, man. You know, like the, the same way, you know, I have people that like that like ride for me on social media too, <laughs> which yeah. I'm always like, hey, dude, appreciate it, but <laughs> I mean, it, like, it's it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. But, I- the I forgot to ask a question. So <laughs> he's Russian. 
the your title fight winner. Yeah. Or, so he's Russian. Mm-hmm. So um, I know I don't know if it was recently or maybe last year, but uh, there was kind of talks of a rematch. Is there going to be a rematch for that, or is just kind of going with the flow? Or does he want a rematch? Uh, or, I mean, from what we hear, yeah, like he does. And um, I mean, after the after the fight last year. Um, his team, they were like requesting an, an immediate rematch and everything, you know, like going on Twitter or they like, going on social media, like talking shit. And of course, I'm mean, making them do like making wild ass rumors. Like, one of them had like said I was suspended for like six months because of the injuries. When I mean to, be, to begin with, oh, I mean, we so like we went to the hospital like after that fight, of course, I mean, just as like a like a as a precaution, yeah, like, yeah. Again, man, because when when we're in there, you know, we can't fuck around, you know, with our lives. There's fighters that will leave a fight, you know, complaining of headaches and shit, and then you know, a day or two later, they'll fucking like slip into a coma. So I mean, we we, we knew, you know, that what that type of fight, you know, the like type of damage, you know, both of us yeah. had to. Or like, man, you're like, I'm like, I'm gonna go to the fucking, I'm gonna go to the hospital, you know, make sure everything is good. I mean, and everything was, dude. Like, even the swelling, the swelling that was on my face, like they, they were trying to say that that. That they fractured, um, fractured my, my orbital bone or my cheekbone, which I mean it, it wasn't true. The fucking um, the following weekend, I, I was here at midnight and like the swelling was like <laughs> the, the swelling was was, was completely yeah. the swelling was completely gone. It, it like it didn't even look <laughs> like I was in a fight the previous weekend. But um, yeah, they're saying that they want an immediate rematch. And when it was brought up to me, I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll give them a rematch. Yeah. But when it came down to negotiations, they wanted an in between fight. So this in between fight was, you know, was that's where it was gonna be. Like I was gonna fight Ryan Carl, um, but of course that fight was supposed to be way earlier in the that, fucking yeah, year. That, that's true. It was supposed to be in like April or May, and uh, but of course that's when all the COVID happened. So I mean, right now, I mean, I I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. COVID played a fucking big part in everybody's life, but um. I mean, you're never scared, right? You're down for fucking whatever. I'm down for fucking fight whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Man, I just, I can't go just watching that fight, man. Just bring so much fucking just, uh, people, boxers put their fucking life on the line legit just because. Yeah, it's crazy, it's, man. Yeah, man. That is so my, wild. Uh, my family, my. um. That's what I was just. All, all my sisters were there. My my girl was there, dude. Because, I, I mean. I've I've always said on like this podcast, like I'm very close with my mom, like we're legit best friends, mm-hmm. tell each other everything. She cares about my well-being, even though I'm not a fucking boxer. But like, I mean, how, how is that with your mom, bro? Like, or your parents? Like, I mean, obviously they've, you're, you're it's a dog fight and yeah. they see you getting hurt. Like, how is that? Not Emotions dude, are high. I, right? Yeah. Like, cause I'm, I mean, I'm the same way. How like you're saying, dude, I'm very close with my mom. Yeah. I'm the, I'm like the, the only boy in the family. So, I mean, me and my mom, we, we have a, you know, a really close relationship. And, um, but I mean, after that fight, man, um, I was like, I was down, like, like about the fight, not because I thought I lost, but because I knew I could have done better. Yeah. So after the fight, of course, like, we're we're in, in the locker room, and uh, I told my publicist to go and get my mom and my um my girlfriend because they, they were both sitting together, and um so whatever, he goes to go, he goes to get them, and while I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm getting, I'm taking everything off, and I'm like icing my face, I'm talking into my corner. Um, they're, they're celebrating, you know, like my my team, you know, they're all super happy. But yeah. I was kind of just like, damn, dude, like I like looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, damn, my face is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of just like, damn, just like dwelling on on the fight because I was like, dude, like I could have made this shit so much easier. Yeah, like, yeah. and I could have made it easier. One because I mean, I knew the preparations were fucked up. Like everything was good. It was just literally like how how I made the weight. I just took too long, man. I, you know, I, just, I bullshit it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no easy way to put it. But I mean, I, I wasn't gonna make excuses at that point. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna go and say, oh, I drained myself. You know, whatever. I was responsible. So I mean, I'm gonna fucking handle everything that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. And um, but anyway, so I was like very like really like in, in, like in my head like after the fight when, when I was in the, in the locker room, and then when my mom and my girl had went into the locker room, like their face. Like seeing me the way I was is what fucked me up. Damn, man. Yeah, I can like, imagine, bro. I can, yeah, man. like that's like what like had like broke me, and I was like, and so like I I fucking cried in the in the fucking locker yeah. room, and I mean like the couple people that hadn't that were there too, they were like telling me like 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 nah, dude, like you fucking won that fight, like and I was like man, like I'm not fucking crying because like yeah, like I was like I know I won that fight because that because of that last time, I was like I was like, it was just a lot, you know, to take in because I mean it, it was a rowdy ass fight and just like. 
like again seeing my like girl you know my mom my my sister's face and my my niece's faces like and it, it was it was just a lot it was something i was like man i never want to see this fucking look on their faces i mean i like i don't give a shit i don't, I don't care if i'm fucking if i'm busted up like if i'm like my face is swollen whatever but it's damn right yeah it's, it, it's, it's dumb yeah, bro it's it was that fucking emotion dude it, it fucking it, it like broke me and that was like a huge motivator going into this 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 last fight it was like man like i like really made sure i was on top of shit and i mean it paid off yeah yeah, yeah. nah that's wild man i would be the same way <laughs> the fucking yeah man I, i'm sure I'm, I'm sure i'll cry too bro just because see their their faces and their emotions and i mean them crying and i mean whatever the situation may be because i mean you never want to put them in a situation to make them worry or make them have that type of thoughts um like negative thoughts and you just yeah man that's wild bro that's wild you it's a dog fight bro it's a dog fight <laughs> nah, for sure it was fucking wild dude like I, like every time i talk about it like that's another thing too man i'm i'm super proud of that fucking fight like <laughs> like uh, like people legit are, man like some people like will bring up that fight around me like if like if i'm scared like to like talk about it i'm like dude like man like i showed everybody man like when she gets tough you know i could fucking stick exactly. in there and I, can, I can make some shit happen Exactly. I was like, man, like I feel like that fight it it showed more, it, it showed more to people than me going into a fight and just like laying somebody out. Exactly. And like, and I mean, because if I would have went into that fight and laid that full out like real quick, I still would have got backlash because it still would have been like, oh, like he he's only six and zero, oh, like you're you're, <laughs> like, you're supposed to knock him out. There's no, you can't. Yeah, just like you said earlier, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking lose lose situation. Yeah, I go in there, knock him out early. Like, oh, you're supposed to six and zero. Oh. I go in there, it's a tough fight. Like, oh, you're fucking trash because he's six oh, and zero. Oh. Yeah. Like, dude, it's like, yeah, man. Again, it goes back to boxing fans. Yeah. Like, you can't fucking please him. Like, exactly. Man. <laughs> <laughs> We were fucking wild. I mean, the I think the next question I have, man. Obviously, we uh, we both grew up on the southwest side of San Antonio. Um, I mean, how was how was it adjusting to these? I mean, just these times, man. I mean, you're out here. Um, I mean, meeting people that. Hey, honestly, bro, you're famous. I'll, I'll tell you that. Like, I, do you consider yourself famous, knowing that no. like you're you're out here doing like this career, and I mean, you got. Um, a 25, right? 25 and 0 boxing. 26 and 0. 26 and 0, I'm sorry. Yeah. 26 and 0. Like, people look at you as this, uh, I don't know, you're famous. <laughs> Does that ever cross your mind? Like, they, like, you have, you have a, uh, I saw you post it yesterday on Twitter. You have a fucking poster in Southwest High School of like your, <laughs> your things on in, uh, in the gym. I was just like, no, that's fucking dope. <laughs> that's uh, dope. Yeah, man. It's, because uh... I mean, you think about Southwest High School. It's uh, it's not the, the the richest side of town. I mean, we're in, there's poverty in in some of the places on that area, and Southwest High School is doesn't have the the biggest funding for uh, like fucking sports and a lot of things. Actually, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Um, so yeah, man, just to, just to go places, just to travel, just to be in the Staples Center, just to go in the Alamo Dome, just to I don't know, explore different shit, man. You yeah. you would think that um, this shit is dope, man. No, nah, yeah, dude, it's it's wild, man. Um, it it doesn't really. I guess it's like I was saying earlier, man. Like it it hits me at like different times, like where I am now in my career. I mean, just given one, cause this shit changed my life. Like the shit I'm able to do now, like traveling and everything. Yeah. I, I never would have thought I would travel. I mean, again, I mean, growing up, I mean, I really didn't have shit. Like at Southwest, like um, like I feel like every year, man, I, I was just like just cycling the like same like five or six shirts like throughout the week just to make it look like i i had you know like clothes and shit and i mean because i like we didn't have really i mean we didn't have a lot growing up and i mean so given now you know me i mean now i'm able to buy like like as far as clothes or if if i want something you know i could go and buy it yeah before before the title fight actually uh, i bought my my family a house which was i mean i think the biggest fucking like my biggest accomplishment that I could say, like I've done, you know, even with this belt in front of me, um, still like buying my family a house, like it's still like top step for like for me at least. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And um, yeah, man. Now like, I mean, I'm able to travel and like get to do like what I want. Um, I mean, because I mean, I bought my family that house. Uh, my sisters are in like, like they're they're going to like Brennan now. They're all 
My family like they're oh, spoiled. <laughs> everything changes, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Like, like everything yeah. fucking changed, man. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's wild that like I guess like when I do think about it, like all right, like I was able to do that for like my family. Yeah. And um, so I mean, it, it's a good feeling. And then I mean, just being out, man, like getting love from like you know just from I mean random yeah. either, like fans or people that I know. Um, I think the one thing that like really like hits at home is when like. Young kids would tell me they like want to like be like me or like damn, they, bro, or yeah. like they'll tell me that they want to fight like me. That that's why I'm like, damn, dude. I'm like, that's fucking that. You know, that's awesome. But yeah. that fucking, you know, like still like be better than me. Exactly. Like man. fucking fight better than me. Like fight as if like like train to like whoop my ass. Exactly, man. No, there's there's people that I've met that uh, I mean, with this whole podcast thing that actually listen. They're like, damn, like I, I you said this and to because. For whatever reason, and I went in and took that information and I and I did this, this, and this happened and it, it changed my life or it changed this. And I'm just like, fuck, man, that that that's fucking that's that's the message I'm putting out. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this so I can help people. And whenever you get that type of reaction or that type of uh type of thing, people say those things to you, it's like, fuck, I'm doing the right thing, man. I'm doing yeah. the fucking right nah, thing. Nah, dude, it's fucking awesome. That, that's why when 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 you had like reached out to me, I was like, dude, like fuck yeah, I'll be part of that, man. Like like anytime I'm here, like I'm I'm down to be a part of this shit. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um being I was just gonna go back to the whole being from Southwest, man. Like I remember like I I'm pretty sure this is everybody on fucking Southwest the south side of San Antonio. You get like one or two pairs for the school year, you gotta make it last for the whole year. Uh fucking going to like I don't know, the mall, getting like you said, getting those same five fucking maybe ten at most shirts and make them last for the whole year, get faded, like just all types of shit that people don't realize on different sides of town that they hate shit. Their situation is a lot better than most. And it's, it's good to see that, um, that you, that you, you, you realize that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to the traveling part, man, that's huge for me, man. Um, cause I never thought I was going to get out of San Antonio. Not that I wasn't going to travel, but just being in this, this town, there's so much you can do and so much people you can reach. And when you travel, you just realize uh, there's a whole different culture. There's a uh, there's different foods. There's different shit you can see. There's different um, just everything's different, man. It just opens your eyes a lot more. Like for instance, when I went to I, I told you I went to L.A. and um, just the city is huge, man. It's fucking huge. Like I I can't wait to go to New York because the city's bigger. But just to see the amount of people that live there, the amount of people you can reach, the the just. Everything is is different, man. It it moves at a faster pace too. So seeing that shit versus San Antonio, um, all the shops, all the clothes, fucking um, Rodeo Drive, like all the cars passing in that area, like you just think, bro, like fuck. I'm from the southwest side of San Antonio. I'm able to put. I'm I'm in a position where I can pay for this plane ticket. I can pay for this Airbnb, and I'm I'm able to experience these things when. Most people can't. It's just like fuck. Like yeah, nah, this, dude, is, this that, is dope. Like nah, I mean, the, I mean, just to even back that up, dude. I mean, it's the same shit. Like like you said, like I'll, I'll, there's sometimes that I'll be at like some places, whether I, like I'm in, I'm in the city, like on, on the east coast, or like just like hiking or just like fucking skating somewhere in Cali. I'm like, damn, dude. Like like a, like ten years ago, I was just you know some fucking kid like in Southwest, and now I'm fucking you know like out here, like have my career like. I like I'm like setting my like family up and it's like damn like I like I made that shit happen like like we, <laughs> like people like me can really make this shit happen. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's weird you say it like that because I've always when I was younger I would people you just always uh, say, um, I mean, keep your dreams alive like like I guess motivational stuff like that like don't ever um, let down your dreams or keep focusing on stuff like that. I never I was just like ah oh, this. This guy's bullshitting because, I mean, he wants, I <laughs> yeah, don't know, just, me to buy a T-shirt or some <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, just shit like that. But, I mean, legit, like, if you stay on the course, you put some action in, you execute. Um, I mean, obviously, you got to make the right right, um, the right the choices at, at some part in times. I mean, it's it's all. And you have that vision, too, because I think having that vision and and even when people don't even believe. But as long as you believe and you see that shit, like, in, in your future and visualize everything. I mean, it's right there, man. You just got to stay on the course. Yeah, no, nah, dude. You just got to stay on the course. Yeah, I mean... I agree completely, man. Um, I tell everybody all the time. I mean, like, I mean, cause people ask me like for advice and shit. And man, I tell people all the time. I, <laughs> I'm I, the worst. Yeah, dude. I was like, man, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm one. I'm not a public speaker. Yeah. Like, I'm not like I'm not a very motivational person. 
I'm like, man, with with anything you fucking do, right? You you put the time in, you make the sacrifices, like this shit. I mean, it'll it'll pay you back, like if if you're doing the right shit. Exactly, man. Exactly. I think the only other question, man, is there anybody that, I guess the last question to wrap this shit up, is there anybody that you met with uh, like a celebrity or just anybody in general that was just like kind of made you realize like, damn, did I just really meet this person or everybody's just been like chill? Nah, there's definitely been like a couple people that have named me like that. I just can't think for think with them off the top for whatever fucking reason. Because I know uh, whenever you, um, shit, whenever Spence fought... Uh, fucking Mikey Garcia mm-hmm. uh, in Dallas. You met Spence, right? Yeah, yeah. Spence. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, no, Spence I, is a I, fucking uh, huge fighter. I met Spence a couple of the times before that, man. Oh, okay, okay. But like one of the the like earlier times, I had fought in like in in New York, and um, I, I kind of like whatever Spence walked in, and you know, everyone's kind of crowding Spence, and he was like, uh, he was like, oh shit, he was like, he was like, um, he looked at me, he was like, oh shit, Texas is in the house, Ooh. and I was kind of like. Like, oh, fuck, he's talking to me. I was like, oh, shit, what's, what's yeah. up, man? And then we just, like, just started talking. Because yeah, he's dude. from the Dallas area, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, like, since then, I mean, we had, like, I had always, like, like kicked it off at, like, at all the fights and shit. So when I was over there, I was at the fight. I was actually sitting right behind Spence's family. And so, I mean, that, that, was, that was badass. I mean, just being there, being so close, I mean, and being a part of all that. That's but, pretty um, dope. Ah, man, there, there for sure, man, there's has been a couple of couple of different people that I've met that have been, you know, like, I guess made me starstruck. But and again, man, I, I, I just can't fucking think of them on the top of my, <laughs> no, my head. You're good, man. You're good. <laughs> that, just to, like I said, just to be put in a situation and have these connections or, I mean, just even, I mean, the opposite, if they even want to meet you, you know what I'm saying? If they reach out just because of the shit you, you put out there and the, the fighter you are, it's just, yeah, man, it's, it's wild. But, man, anything you want to... You want to say or anything you want to plug? Anything you want to before we dip uh, up out of here? Because we on a minute and five. Wait, I mean an hour and five minutes. Oh, shit. Fast, uh, right? Yeah, no, that was super fun. <laughs> nah, man, I don't really have anything, man. Just yeah, fuck. Yeah. I mean, every everyone that's that's listening on your shit, man. Appreciate them supporting you and shit again. Yeah. I mean, appreciate you supporting me. Yes, sir, I mean, man. Fuck it. I mean, I always tell everybody, man, having that support, you know, from people I knew fucking way back when, you know, before this shit, like, kicked off. It's like, yeah. that's, like, that's the support that really fucking hits home. Yeah. I mean, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate everybody fucking watching. Everyone that's yeah, going to watch. I mean, we're, we're going to last this shit as much as we can. Uh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, fucking, man. I appreciate you. It. I mean, it's just, I just want to take a moment and just to say I appreciate you because the, the type of work you're doing for, for the community and uh, Southwest Senate, just... San Antonio in general, bro, you, you put on for the city because I remember the last words or the first words you said after that fight in the Alamo. Uh, yeah, in the Alamo Dome was fucking puto San Antonio. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was just like, fuck, man, this is so surreal for him, especially for me, because I've, I've always won. I mean, I grew in a born, not born, but just raised in San Antonio. So this is a city I call home. So it's yeah, just same, bro. it's just it's just pretty cool to see you put this the city on the map for sure. But. Um, I got a gift for you, bro. I'm not gonna show it on camera, but I, I, got, a, I got a gift for you uh, outside of here. But man, here at first, this is Mario Barrios on the Gin Podcast. If you're listening right now, man, I appreciate you so so much. If you're uh, on streaming platforms right now, head over to the YouTube so you can see Mario, so you can see me and this fucking championship belt right here. Again, one more time, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate oh, you yeah. coming through, bro. Um, but yeah, guys, that's gonna conclude this podcast. I appreciate y'all one more time. Peace.